Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast with me and Justin McTeer. What's up? And we have a special guest, Joe Gata from uh, Performance Tackle, a GM. Hello. Hello out there. So we get uh, to talk a little bit about uh, freshwater bass, about Performance Tackle, where he started. So uh, we'll let Joe talk. Uh, tell us about how your fishing career started as your young kid. Well, it started... Uh... I've always loved fishing, you know, from just being a little kid and waking up in the morning and watching, like, Hank Parker and, and, and Roland Martin. Yeah. I still love those shows. I yeah. don't know why. There's something about them real special to me. But uh, um, I kind of my, – my dad fished a lot. My grandparents fished a lot. Both my, my on my mom's side, my grandma and grandfather both. My grandma was a really good fisherman and wow, trout fisherman. Sick, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So I would start just like going to the local parks by my house and fishing bluegill. And uh, where'd you grow up at? Uh, Huntington Beach. So I'd fish like Huntington Central Park, or if I can make the truck, I'd go up to, uh, to not that far, but to Mile Square Park. And uh, El Dorado, you ever fish? Uh, yeah, that came a little later. Yeah, there, you know, it kind of had that stigma when I was a kid. You know, like <laughs> might get beat up or something. You know, and, Long Beach, bro. Yeah, full of the whole LB scene and stuff. You know, I kind of just stayed away and. Um, but yeah, so I started doing that and then I'll never forget like what got me into like, like really fascinated with bass besides watching it on TV was when you could actually catch bass at Huntington Central. I was there and these guys were flipping the toolies from the bank Ooh, and I yeah. watched them stick a couple good ones and I was like, Holy <laughs> shit, like those are in here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I like race home try to figure out like setups for it everything and and uh and i'm not even using really artificials yet and uh so i go get i go to fisherman's hardware in huntington beach and i pick up like 12 night crawlers and i kind of like visualize what they those guys were doing so i just wormed hook kind of explained to the kids that worked there at the time or the older guys at the time and <laughs> and uh so I, I, I was doing it, and my second one, I'll never forget, I, I flipped the, a night crawler like on eight pound into the toolies, like horrible flip, everything, and I, I stick like a four pounder. I cannot believe it. Like, cannot, like a true four pound bass, you know? And I set the hook and it jumped on the bank. Like, if I would have, that thing would have turned or rolled. And how old were you then? Oh, God. 
I want to say 10, 11. Damn, dude. 11-ish. That's awesome. Yeah, young. Yeah. Super, super young. Yeah. I was already using a bait caster, too. Damn, yeah. 10? Yes. Oof. Yeah, I, I just, I was so obsessed with it, you know. That's like good, just why I had a Fenwick pistol grip and... Uh, um, and the, I can't even remember what reel. I still have my two reels, and then I have my two rods that I had. And my my dad's best friend worked for Fenwick, so oh, wow. he'd give me all like the seconds and stuff. And uh, yeah, this pistol grip rod. And then uh, then it kind of rolled like as I got older. That that guy had a bass and ski boat that we would take and go spotty fishing. Wow. So then I'd start fishing spotty. So you were young when you were fishing. young, very very. And this was young. your. Dad, your uncle, he, or my dad, my dad, my dad's best friend. His my best, my so dad's fished, two best friends. Yeah, and they fish hard. bodies. Then, yeah, they're like bass guys, like, which was a rare, rare, right? Yeah, like no one fished like bodies. Er, late eighties, early nineties. Wow, like trolling motor on the boat in the harbor. Like I, I don't Dude, never saw sick, anyone yeah. else. I know guys were doing it when yeah. we didn't create this or anything but there was no internet so no one yeah, knew anything. yeah. no one knew anything yeah. and we'd fish like six pound and we'd just fish little chartreuse grubs one of the guys at fenwick would pour for us you know our motor wow, like man. you know and we i mean some of the best we go from my dad was a framer so we he'd get off work and he'd be beat tired and i'd just be like come on you know, call bill let's get the boat out you know and he'd be like fine let's go all right yeah. and uh and for a long time, you know, like going into that, not to jump around, but I, I, I was upset. I just loved saltwater fishing, you know. And then, uh, then I got a little bit older, like mid-teens, and and, I, and then I kind of started like taking the the like getting more interested in largemouth bass, and uh, but I'd only fish the spawns. Like I'm like, eh, you know, you know, green bass is just <laughs> stupid, kind of, you know, but kind of yeah. easy to catch right now. Yeah. And then I stuck a couple good ones, you know, and I was like, okay, this is this is cool. And then uh, and then just like anything, it just kind of progressed. Like you start trying, and I, and I struggled. Like I struggled so trying hard. different times. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, okay, I'm not going to fish a spawn anymore. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I would go weeks without even a bite. Like no clue. Yeah. Like trying to fish like i'm fishing salt water too heavy a line yeah no like oh yeah a spinning rod no way I mean, you're gonna see that in my hands you know <laughs> i know to use a bait caster I, I, I even take the brakes off of it you know i was so cocky at that age and uh and then it just slowly started to click you know i talked to guys that kind of knew what they're doing you know so they'd be like yeah you, you know when you throw that worm put a weight on it maybe <laughs> like i mean yeah. like i was just clueless you know like I could, you and know, your dad was my dad didn't know how to freshwater like bass. He can fish tries a great trout yeah. fisherman. My dad's more of like a surfer. He likes spear fishing. I mean, okay. He doesn't really do much of any of it anymore. Well, actually, he does none of it anymore. But um, so he was just kind of like supportive of it, uh-huh. but just like you know. But I, I really don't have the desire. Like you want to go, you know, like on the docks or whatever. Like we'd also do that too. We go like. Huntington Arbor, that when you used to be able that that PCH and Warner dock used to be open. Yeah, we just once again Friday nights if we can get on the boat, cut squid, catching little sharks and yeah. stingrays and fun times. Got, yeah, yeah, super fun. I mean, memories <laughs> I'll never forget. You know, and then and then too, like I said, my grandparents. Um, you know, they would take me every year to Tobby's Creek, and uh, and and that was kind of like in that. Well, that started super young, but then I started like 
my grandfather was like this purest bait guy. Like you got to use, you know, your cheese <laughs> half cheese whiz and a salmon egg. And and I was like, no, I want to, you know, cash and retrieve cash. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, you're not gonna catch shit, you know. And and, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, no, you know. So I started throwing the black and gold Panther Martins, and and I was sticking them, you know. And I was like, I was like, like whoa, hey, and it, I was shocked too, because <laughs> if you've been to Tabu's Creek, it's super clean. Yeah. So I visually got to watch him eat it. So then I got this whole other obsession of like what the visual end of it, you know, like yeah. watching a fish eat that lure was so, like life changing for me. Definitely. You know, like like I even tell people today, like I've been around the world. I've caught big tuna. I've chased big marlin. Wow. I've been very fortunate and, and to do it for a living. And sometimes I'd, I, I get more excitement out of catching like a four to five pound calico on a weedless bait watching him eat that thing <laughs> it's the most exhilarating uh, feeling i mean it never has gotten old to me and at it's all so funny we we had gary reyes come on mm-hmm. and he talked about he bring his friend on there and he's like hey bro everyone acts like this is the first fish they've ever caught every it could be a small two pounder and yeah. they're flipping out yeah then i'm like that's how I am. That's how Justin is. Like, yeah. you catch a fish. Yeah, you're like, just... it's like, that's the first. It feels like the first thing. Like, that yeah. little tick, tick, tick. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, man. That bite is everything, you yeah. know. And it just, you know, just I think with time, just in general, like, it starts becoming about, like, the patterning of fish for me. Yeah. Like, I just listened to Gary's this morning, you know, yeah. and kind of get an idea how everything works and yeah. stuff. And like we couldn't be more opposite, like not in a, not in a bad way, but just like different I, fishermen, yeah, different, yeah, just different, different styles. Yeah. And and like what you said, like I'm a fret, like it came more with age, you know, like because all the years of fishing salt. But like I think it was just getting off the boats and like, do I want to go fish salt water after I worked on a boat all day, you know? Yeah. And then it's like no. So incorporating a lot of what I learned in the fresh and the salt helped, you know. And then obviously the guys that like. Once I got, you know, old, like 16, 17, started dragging me along in their boats. Like, yeah. guys like, like Jerry Mayhew and stuff, like, because he fished fresh and salt. The guy's one of the most versatile bass guys. I've wow. learned more from him than any other guy, you know. I That's mean, the guy's nuts. Like, yeah. he taught me conditions. He's taught me, like, how boat placement, like, how important those things are. And that's the thing I, I love about fishing, you know. It's not so much, like, I like to catch fish. Yeah. I, I work so much now, and, you, and you, as you guys do, too, like, sometimes I just want to go out and bang on two-pounders. <laughs> but I, I go through these phases, though, where, like, I want big bites, yeah. you know, like, just like the rest of them. But I've also learned, like, I don't have to necessarily fish a big bait. You know, like Benny Florentino always has, like, tells me, he goes, elephants eat peanuts, Joe. You know, like, <laughs> it's true. You know, be told, yeah, caught yeah. some of my best largemouth bass on small baits, Drop you know, split or, shot and yeah. four pound and stuff, you know. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just love fishing, you know. It's, uh, it's such a neat thing, you know. It's, uh, there's so much to, to learn and, and too, like, so much, like, I, I've been able to, like, like, move it over into my, my life you know in certain ways which is a trip you know yeah just like uh like i'll get off the lake sometimes and have a just fresh water it's just tough you know but once i start driving and i start like replaying the day in my head i start realizing like okay you know 
learn lessons. I learn, and, and I and I'm, but I'm happy because now I learn. It's it, 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 the whole like only catching one fish, or sometimes I'm even getting catching a fish but getting a couple yeah. bites. It was like actually a good thing, and then I get I can't wait to get back there and like go. Okay, I know what I need to do this yeah. time. And that's the thing with freshwater is it changes so much, <laughs> and it's so stressful at times Very. if you if you really care about it. You know, it's uh, you know, like I've been on a really good bite at this lake, and it just totally flipped. You know, but I yeah. mean, it's a time of year. You know, we're in this fall transition. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, you just you can never stop learning. I feel if you in anything in life, you know, you stop learning, it's like kind of like what's the point? You yeah, know? like a, definitely. Uh, so I really apply a lot of that into my other life. You know, like just like how can I do it better? Like what or what's my yeah? You know, and yeah. uh, it's just yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. So <clears throat> after your freshwater. You know, stint when you were younger, mm. you get into saltwater more. Yeah, then the freshwater stuff goes to the waste. <laughs> yeah. So you're what? Yeah, maybe thirteen. Seven? Thirteen. So like quick, thirteen. Huh? Well, no, this is all around the same time. So thirteen. So okay. So I had a trip on the Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. I went. On, just me and my pops went, and uh, and Craig Jacobs was running the boat. And uh, if you know Craig, he's he's a pretty intense captain. Really great guy. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. And I thought I was pretty hot shit, you know. I'm like, I got my, you know, my Squitter Junior, and I'm throwing a <laughs> little Christie two jig, and we're on a Barracuda bite, and and, and, and Craig, he's big, he's like six six and two thirty. He's not like a fat dude; he's this big, big solid dude, yeah. cat. And uh, and he and he comes up on the rail next to me. He knows me a little bit from fishing on the boat, but we, I, we don't know each other. And uh, so I'm like, okay, you know, I got to show off for the captain. So I stick a barracuda, whatever, and I bounce it. And he was just before, I was like, no bouncing, like zero bouncing. Yeah. Like grab your line, pull it over, and I just boat flip this barracuda into the boat. And he, fought, like, lit me up, you know, like with my dad there. And my a lot of people, like, in town, like, no, my, my dad's a mean man. He's like, yeah. he's kind of like a feared little man. <laughs> Not little, he's a big dude. Yeah. But he let me, like, my dad's always, like, one of those guys, like, you know, Learn man lesson. up. Listen yeah. to him. Learn you your know? lesson, right? So it was funny because he, you know, as he's yelling, he fires out a cast. And he's like, you don't even know how to do it right. Just, like, being full Craig. And, and yeah. uh he bounces, he hooks one, bounces it, and drives a jig into the back of my shoulder. <laughs> oh, so my dad walks sucks. up to him and is all pretty smooth guy, you know, or something, you know, yeah. like smooth, you know, uh-huh. like just rip this kid's like heart out and, you know, and then, and then drive a hook and hook him. Back. Cut his head off. And then he was kind of like freaking out, like, yeah. oh man, you know, oh, no, no. And, I, and already at 13, I was getting in trouble and we were just, yeah. just kind of a just wild kid, you know. So he's like, "How does this sound?" Like, he's like "Oh, you guys gonna sue us?" Or I, you know, yeah. like, or like, "You guys want free passes, man?" It's like, "No, it's shit happens," you yeah. know. He goes, "How about this? How you, can can he come work on the boat for free?" He's like, "Yeah." I was oh, like, at thirteen, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's awesome. like just like pinheading, you know, and overnight. Yeah. He didn't really yeah. see anyone my that age, yeah. and it wasn't like an everyday thing, you yeah. know. But it was like a couple days a week, and. uh but like working for my dad, you know, like as a, in those ages already, like I just like always loved working and doing stuff yeah. and understanding like because I had to earn everything I I wanted, so like I'd yeah. work and at that age already, 
So I, I went on that trip and I showed up. And I didn't bring a rod, you know, and he was like, where's your rod, dude? I'm like, my dad said, don't bring it, you know? I'm like, he's like, here, I'm here to work. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so they had some older pinheads, like 15, 16, and, and uh, those guys would just rile all the crew up and piss them off. And I, I just kind of was like observing, just kind yeah. of watching. I'm younger. I'm a little like, oh, man, I got to spend the night on this boat. These yeah. dudes, what are they going to do? And, and uh, I just worked, you know? And, and at the end of the trip, you know, like he, Craig went and talked to me the whole trip. And uh, he's like, you know, like, thanks, man. And he handed me a hundred bucks. I was just like, well, I'm not. <laughs> I found my new wife. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, what? You know, like, uh, you know, I, I, I gotta ask my dad. Like, you know, I kind of got in trouble at school and stuff. You know. Yeah. He's like, oh well, whatever. Give it to him and to hold on to. But what you earned it, you know. And I was like, cool. So I did trips off and on for a couple of years, and then he went and moved on from there. So oh, I kind of wow. stopped, but. But I learned a lot on that boat, and I uh, uh, learned how to like really fish a jig right and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and uh, I met a lot of cool guys. And I just and I I was, <laughs> it's crazy because when I get on that boat, I was like turned into like a good kid, you know. Like so, I didn't <laughs> want to. I watched with some of these pinheads. I, I don't even know if I can talk about it on there, but like some of the shit they would put those kids through was like <laughs> like. PTSD these kids dude I mean like shitting on the toilet seat and locking them in the bathroom and like, like you got we got a two hour haul to the island so this shit better be cleaned up and I'm just like I ain't nothing to do kids would be in there crying for their moms and I'm like oh, they fuck. would not open that door for nothing and I'm like I'm not gonna be that kid yeah. yeah 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 so yeah it was good times and then I kinda after that ended like I was surfing like trying to balance everything which was at that age it's you know no problem it's skating surfing yeah. fishing doing whatever I was just non-stop and uh then like surfing kind of took over it was more of a pro I was still fish you know like there's a good bite and, then, and you're probably what 15 16 yeah now I'm at like about 15 16 and we have a my my dad and his buddy Wayne have, they bought a 22 foot Grady White and Ooh. so we were spending a lot of, well actually a little before that so like in junior, this was junior high, and and then into high school and stuff. And then high school is when I kind of, I, I never stopped, but it just kind of wasn't my first priority. Um, so I had, uh, from there, that's when the calico bass thing. I've always been, I'm kind of jumping around, but um, I remember going to like the Fred Hall show and being like obsessed with like, um, like seeing Benny uh, or. Uh, um, like Ben Seacrest, uh, uh, the guy from Fish Traps. God, I'm spaced on their name. I haven't even thought about them. <laughs> Anyways, I'd, I'd like be more of like, whoa, look at these guys, you yeah, know, yeah. like per se to the guys catching the big tuna and all that stuff, and, and, and which end up coming down the road. But I've always had this love for bass, yeah. you know? So those guys would always look weird at me, like, why are you like so <laughs> like uh, into this, you know? I'm like, I don't know. I just like bass, you know? And the, and uh, and then it just kind of took off, you know, like, again, you know, like, I mean, obviously through high school, yeah, I had that little, you know, partying and whatever, yeah, and just being a high, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, a high school yeah. kid. And, but know. I was never ashamed, like, it wasn't cool to fish, but I didn't care. I loved fishing, yeah. you know, like, I had a couple buddies and stuff, like, you know, there'd be a good swell and it'd be like, did I surf or, or <laughs> did I go? It's like, well, I'll get the yellowtail fishing. It was like, yeah. it's like, screw it, we're going on the boat, you yeah. know? yeah. And, cool, uh, man. yeah, you know, and then, and then I was, I, I want to say it was like, 
it wasn't so I'm only 36 you know so mm-hmm. I kind of did a lot of this stuff at such a young age and and uh it wasn't until like my early t- mid early 20s when like the I really dove into bat like freshwater bass fishing you know yeah. like you know I, I I got to experience a little bit of the uh casitas swim bait stuff in the 90s and yeah. with no like going with the dudes on the boat like they're like all right you're a cool grom like jump in like yeah grab your like your your ambassador 6500 put 20 pound <laughs> on it and bring your fish straps you yeah. know and we did okay we didn't do like the big bass posse guys you know and yeah and that but we caught good fish you know so i kind of had a like taste of it and i just kind of liked the the whole feeling of being on the lake you know it was really just serene and peaceful the environment around yeah you, just the maybe. environment yeah. you know it was like i always would be like i feel like i'm not in california anymore you know yeah yeah and uh so yeah i got a, a taste of that and then uh and then yeah it just slowly took off you know i did just kind of like anything you know i can't even really remember but you just <laughs> you know i just would get you guys would ask and, and i'm real weird to fish because i just like to have fun you know and i fish with some pretty intense dudes and it's not fun <laughs> my whole life i've worked so i get on these boats. it's like sometimes i just want to fish these fucking guys are just like gnarly like whoa like we're just catching these little bass and letting them go yeah like, yeah so yeah so i i found a select group of guys and that, that like that were older than me and and they, they would take me fishing you know and how much older were you were oh god you? like my it was funny because my dad always laughs those days like your friends my friends like you more than me you know like because you know like i i didn't start fishing till i was 29 I, I talked about this all the time yeah 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 and uh <clears throat> all the people i talked to at my kid's school because he's He's 14 right now. When he was younger, when I got into fishing, I'm uh, 38 right now. Okay. He, they'd be older grandpas and stuff yeah. because I'd be like, "You got a bass pro shirt? You like fishing?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah. And then we would we would hit it off, and even some of my friends I met before I when I first started fishing, they're 60, they're 55, and I'm, you know, like, yeah, because you don't meet a lot at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy, you know, like how it works. Yeah, no. Fishing combines, it could be a 20-year-old kid, it could be a 60-year-old guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. It's that love of the sport. Exactly. You know, there's a, um, yeah, I meet the most interesting people. Like I'd probably never hang out with in real life fishing, you know. It's just, it's it's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, no, I really... uh, I think too, like what, the challenge of the freshwater stuff, and and then like then the whole saltwater bass stuff, like Eric, who was just here, like they started the SWBA, him and James, and then yeah. down the road the SBS started, and then they before all that there was all the Western Outdoor News ones, which I did a couple of those, and and uh, and then just with time you see guys getting kind of like well, really into it, you know, and I and I work at Performance Tackle now, and and I work for Mark Agashi. And uh, if you know Mark, he's do the do Doctor Agashi, you know. <laughs> Seriously, Sensei, man, the guy is yeah. so good at fishing; it's unbelievable. Yeah, you know, my uncle, so much. My uncle told me about that. Yeah, yeah, and he's so uh, so diverse, and he's so like just this open mind to trying new things, and and uh, 
and, and just from that, the last six years, like my fishing's changed, you know, just like from learning from those guys, like fishing custom rods from stock rods, yeah, no braid to braid and, or like then the total differences we have. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really cool shop to work. And there's a lot of history in there with, with especially the swim bait thing, you know, uh, you know, it really helped with like the triple trout and stuff. Uh, and, uh, we're the first shop to sell them and stuff. Not like that, not like in a pride way, but just like that's you get how into it. To experience yeah. the triple trout. Yeah, and not that. so much me, but uh, the, there's just like I said, there's just tons of history in that shop. You know, a lot of a lot of guys so how, that hang how long has Performance Tap been around? That's gonna coming up on 25 years. Wow. Yeah, Mark was 18 when he opened that. That's wild. Just turn, or I think he just turned 19 or something. Wow. Like that. Yeah, just a kid. Yeah. Know? And you started. I've been there like only about six years, going wow. on six years. Yeah. How did that come about? Yeah. Uh, so I was unemployed, and uh, I I went to the Fred Hall show to help Bass Underground. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to sell their shirts and stuff. Todd from Taco Serve, he's might used to be my neighbor. Okay, so I'm like, yeah, I'll help him. So I just, I was, but I had appointments, so like I was kind of going around trying to find jobs and stuff, just like sales stuff. Yeah, but I kind of my home base was at Performance Tackles booth, and uh, and I just I hustled, you know, in the booth like just selling shirts, you know, like making deals because there's just. It was kind of tough, but like I, we had to make it because we have set pricing at the shows. But uh, I, I guess Mark just caught on to it, you know, and he knew I was looking for work. You know, he's like, "Oh, see, so you used to work at Fisherman's Hardware, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, so you like, worked right. at another tackle yeah. Shop so before previously. that, I, for about five years, I worked at Fisherman's Hardware in Huntington Beach. Okay, and then I left there and I went down to the sport boats again for about a year, and it just wasn't jiving. It wasn't where I wanted it. It wasn't how it used to be, kind of yeah. more or less. I mean, jamming 102 guys on the boat, getting a little bit older, getting a little bit rustier. And, and, and so I just, I wasn't into it, you know, so yeah. it just didn't work out. It was fun while it lasted, but, um, so I, yeah, so I, I, I left that and it, the season was kind of done. So I just kind of left. And so I was like, shit, maybe I should have stayed, you know, <laughs> I was having trouble finding work at this point, you know, I'm like, oh shit. But, uh, so yeah, he just. That one day he's just like, hey, come by. The, at the end of the show, I helped him break down the booth, everything. You know, I didn't. Cool. He never gave me money. I didn't ask. I didn't care. Yeah. It's just, just what I do. You know, a little bit more old school mentality. And uh, he's like, hey, if you want, you know, if you need a job, if you can't find anything, he's like, if you want to work like two days a week at the shop? Let me know. I'm like, yeah, cool, I'll think man. about it. I had a handyman business going, which was actually doing really good. Really, but I just was like, ah, do I want to? You know, one of those weird deals and. Um, it got really slow, really quick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I like showed up the shop. I'm like, "Hey man, you know what's up? Is that still off or still in the thing?" He's like, "Yeah, you know." He's like, yeah. "I got to think about it." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." <laughs> so I called Jim and just just because he didn't know me, you know. Yeah, I always knew yeah, who he was, yeah, but I didn't, yeah. he didn't know me from Adam. And yeah. I got a little bit of a history, so I'm kind of like, "Oh shit, this probably won't work out." And, <laughs> and uh, and then we he called me and we had this long talk. I'll never forget. We, had, we talked for like an hour and a half, you know, and it, like not about fishing, you know, life, just about yeah, yeah life feeling me out and and. Uh, 
just like how he's like, once you're there, like, I, I, I trust you, you know, like, you know, it's a big deal for him, you know, and it's his yeah. culture, you know, too, you know, I mean, yeah. he's, he's Japanese, but he's like Hawaiian Japanese and, and respects a big deal, you know, I mean, it's for a lot of cultures, but the culture is a big deal. Yeah. And, uh, and I got it, you know, and it was tough. I won't lie. Like, cause having my experience, like at this point, I've already like lived in Costa Rica for a couple of years and I chased big Marlin wow. and tuna and lived in Puerto Vallarta, fished all those tournaments and some, and so, and Mark got it and, and he, and he showed me that respect that I, I did it, you know, yeah. but some of the guys that hung around, cause a lot of guys hang around that shop, just like any tackle. It's like a, you know, bar, it's a barber shop or again, more of a hair salon in my opinion. <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. those dudes didn't really like latch on to me too well at first, you know. And it was it was a, a little bit of a it took a couple years, you know, a couple times like why am I even doing this? You yeah, know? and uh, and I just couldn't find work. I was still looking for other stuff because I was just not comfortable. Mark was the only one like really making me comfortable, and, and then it just happened, you know. And and it was just like those guys are just super loyal to each other, and yeah. And I got it because I get it because that's how I am with my friends, you know. Like these guys, like literally known each other since they grew up on the same block. It's yeah, yeah. They're still friends, you that's know. Hard. So yeah, they kind of like look at me and kind of like oh, I heard about you yeah, yeah. a little bit younger. Yeah. Or like, why is this guy in this age coming to work in a tackle shop? You know, if he's like has all these accomplishments, you know, and um. Yeah, yeah, it, it was an interesting time. It was humbling to say the least, because those guys are really good fishermen, you know, and and all those guys hang out there. But now it's like the total opposite. Like we're all like one big family, you know, fighting, loving, <laughs> hating. But at the end of the day, it, it's uh, it's 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 all good. You know, yeah. it's a really uh, really diverse shop, and and uh, we run a really tight crew too, like working wise. So it can be like kind of. If you're new to like walking in there and it's busy, it can be kind of like, what's going yeah. on here? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's just me by myself up front and people in line. I'm running back. But it's just, <laughs> it, it always seems like we hire kids and stuff and it kind of turns out to be the same way regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the generation or whatever, but, um, it, you know, well, it's just hard to make money for one in this industry regardless. Oh, I bet. And, yeah. uh, so yeah, we run a tight ship, and and but once you get used to it, and you know, like our regulars, they they love it. You know, they love watching the chaos at times <laughs> in there. And uh, um, yeah, you know, it's uh, there. We just every, everyone that works there, uh, that's uh, except our couple of our part timers. You know, they're just kids. Uh, like Tommy, our rod builder, Mark, the owner, mm-hmm. Curtis Owens, who helps us out, who runs, he's actually running a boat right now. Go We've on. all experienced long range fishing, fishing in tournaments. Uh, you know, one way or another, we've caught billfish, the big tuna, love bass fishing. Mark, the owner's done it all. He'd rather be fishing at Lake Crawley right now. No. Yeah. That's it. So it's cool because <laughs> you guys can give a full spectrum yeah. of, of what you can support like uh, advice yeah yeah absolutely yeah we've kind of and and most tackle shops are that way yeah you know um it's it's the most unique shop i've seen and i've only worked in well like kind of two and a half i helped out at at a fisherman's depot but i don't think they're open anymore but uh (laughs) um 
there's a yeah there's a lot to be learned in there i learned stuff in there all from some of the customers or just solid fishermen you know yeah we got guys that you know we sponsor and stuff and uh, on the freshwater side that have won flw events it's crazy and uh, yeah they're really really good fishermen amazing and uh so i get a lot of info from those like not info but just like kind of like hey i've been doing this like what do you think like i'll try this you know so yeah i've I've, my bass fishing freshwater in the last six years is really kind of yeah taking though that you know took that many years you know i'm real stubborn too <laughs> you know like so <laughs> so guy you know like people trying to show me stuff i'm not like i'm like no like ah oh, it doesn't work but i'm just like oh no i like what i'm doing that's yeah. cool you know yeah i just like oh or like you know someone tells me like a bite you know and I, i'm like struggling and i go fish that bite i'm not even having fun <laughs> like, and it's got four pounders and i'm just like fuck and you'd like, rather just do what you're I want to figure them out. Yeah. That I'm really like starting to learn like like how how rewarding it is to pattern fish, especially largemouth bass. Mm-hmm. You know, like Definitely. Uh it's very difficult. Like I was saying kind of earlier like the, the whole saltwater bass scene guys like they come in and I love it cuz Mark goes you think you're good? You think you got this? <laughs> go fish the back seat of an FLW event. You see how good you are. <laughs> or just go fish an ABA or go fish like a, a, a club tournament. Yeah. You'll see how good of a fisherman you're good. Really huh? You're not that good. Like you're good, <laughs> but like this is really gonna, you know, you'll really learn how tough this is. And that's what kind of was hard for me is I'd fished. I would go fishing all the time, DVL mm-hmm. Paris and catch two bass, three bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife would be like, what the fuck are you doing out there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I know and then that's I started fun. fishing Calico, and it was like, how many fish you'd have? 30, 40? <laughs> Absolutely. How is this possible? I'm like, because it's a different type of fishing. Like, large mouth is like, could be. Right. And then learning big baits is like a completely different. Oh, it's yeah. like fishing a different type of fish. Yeah. You know, like, I want to pick up a fucking plastic rod or something, you know? Yeah. And I'm throwing the big bait, and I'm like, no, better not, because yeah, you're, you're going to quit. You're doing better that, off not even bringing know, like, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that the big bait thing's real. I go up and down with it because I kind of also feel like that where we're at, just in general, those big fit, those swim bait fish have cycled out. They've died. Oh, they've been killed. Dude. And you got the more pressure. And, dude, if anywhere you can fish the pressure in Southern California, I feel like for freshwater is, like, crazy. Oh, it's nuts. Nuts, dude. Nuts. Like, I went to San V on, like, the fourth week of opener. Mm-hmm. Week, and there was still, like, 80 boats in my Yeah, life. yeah. I, I fished it, too, it. about the second and third week <laughs> yeah. or something. And I was like, everywhere was like, you go, wow. you're like. Don't get me wrong. I caught a nice whopper plopper fish. But. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, I went to San V on that same thing. I got invited by uh, Kelly Pupo, one of our customers, and kind of pro staff guys. And uh, he's like, oh, I got an extra ticket. Just just drive down and meet me there. He's he, he's fishing three He's fishing three days. And and uh, so I fished with him the first day. And so I'm like, we're here. Oh, yeah, fish around like 60 feet of water, you know, like, you know, big worm, you know, chocolate vein, you know, blue vein, you know, chocolate blue window worm, whatever. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. We couldn't figure it out. Like, well, well, first we thought we did because... We pull up on this point. We don't really know the lake. Mark some shit. Okay, cool. I fire out a swim jig, and I and and you know six seven cranks in the that sixty feet of water stick like a five. Wow. And I'm all this is CMV. Everything we earn. And then from that that point on, he snagged a big bluegill, big old bubba, like three pounder, and we didn't get bit. Well, I, I kept getting bit on the drop shot as part of this bluegill. We didn't land another fish for like three hours, dude. That's that's yeah. freshwater. That's what's the cool yeah. thing about freshwater. It's like yeah, but everyone was catching fish. Kind of, and we're like, man, like what? Did is you this? see the video of the opening? The yeah, opening? the guys. Did you see the, the dude dock? barely leaving the dock? Yeah, like the boat or just waiting for the guy parking the truck. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, I did not definitely get <laughs> that part of it, which is cool because I probably gotten bored, but but. uh I, I kind of got a little discouraged. I was just like tired from work and I got up at two. I'm just like, man, I got this one day. And, uh, and then once again, like fishing with a, a seasoned veteran freshwater bass guy, like yeah. just like kept saying, like, don't worry, dude. Don't worry, man. Yeah. And then I stick a giant, like a true fucking giant on an underspin or on a tailspin, a Marquis half ounce tailspin. Mm-hmm. On their, I, and we're talking to, we're passing these guys like, hey, you guys might have be passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just fire a cast out around Kelly and I sink it out to like about 30 feet. We're sitting about 70 feet of water, so 50 feet of water. And I'm just like trying different things. <laughs> I only have my drop shot rod, it's a straight five pound fluoro, and it's a little light for this bay, or quite a bit light. Yeah. And it was a long cast, and so are those guys. Kelly's like, "Oh, how are you guys doing? Like, how's it going? Oh, it's been pretty tough." We're like, "Oh, okay, cool." And literally, like right when they said that, it just like hammered. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man!" I'm like, "Oh, I'm on. Okay, cool." I'm like, "Light rod, whatever." Yeah. Like it's gonna be a better fish, and it comes up, and I'm like, "Oh man," <laughs> you know, like, "Oh man, this is a real big fish," you know. And then I it 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 threw the bait, of course, you know, tail a little heavy. Half a, you can see yeah. it swinging in the corner. I'm like, shit, right in the water and grinding. And, and and that was the only time I ever seen like Kelly kind of get up. So he's like, what the fuck are you throwing <laughs> that bait on five pounds for? I'm like, oh, I haven't been bitten three hours. I just was bored, you know. Yeah. And then so we move around those guys, and the breeze picks up, and he, and Kelly's like, oh man, it's gonna turn on. Trust me. Oh my, like, yeah, yeah. I've heard this before. <laughs> so he goes in the rod locker, he pulls out a spook, like. Second cast, six of seven. I'm like, oh, shit. shit. You know? Firing a couple followers. I'm like, yeah, I can't get bit. I still don't get bit. I'm just like, okay. Like, just, <laughs> I'm really starting to lose my cool almost at this point. Like, fuck it, dude. Whatever you want to do, Kelly. It's your it's your day. He's yeah. Like, so I don't, don't be sour, bud. I'm like, ah, I just, ah, I just don't get it. You yeah. Know? Just having a bad day. 
And then we go around the island there, and he just puts a clinic on with a crankbait. There's like no crankbait going on there. <laughs> and he just loops them. And I'm like, oh, he's like, I'm like, screw it. Okay, I'll do one. Second cast, I lose it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I sat down. <laughs> and then he made a, he made a good call, you know. He's like, let's, let's fish over there, you know. Like, boats are moving off. Like, there's been a lot of pressure over there. But it's been a, while, a couple hours. And, yeah. And there's a good shade line, you know. And, and, like, and, he's, and, like, stuff I just forget about, you know. He's, like, really good with his electronics. But he's, like, kind of check out, like, the bank. You know, look how it's going into the water it's going to continue into the water like that you know so he's like look for that stuff you know like don't just get discouraged like there's plenty of water to still fish so we pull up over there he's like take over on the front you know and he's like fish he's like i'm gonna eat a sandwich so i'm like all right like regroup don't be the old bitch right now <laughs> like, so i pick up my my drop shot rod and i retie put 10 pound on you know and i got braid i'm like i'm gonna go a little heavier because there's the quagga mussels there and i'm fishing next to the trees and i start sticking fish nothing big like but like i would catch like a bunch of like 13 14 inch bass still fun you know in the yeah, drop shot definitely. and then i'd stick like a three or something and then same thing, five, six, fit a lot of fish. Yeah. And I'd stick like a three and a half, four. Same thing, like not bad, like good ones. I'm going, whoa, all right. And then right at the same time, I'm like, there's a jig bite supposedly going. I'm like, they're eating it when I'm letting that worm sink out. So, and you're throwing a job shot at the time. Yeah, the drop. So we both like he gets up. I run back. I grab my my jig rod, and he's like pulling. I know we're like, oh, there we go. Like this is gonna. And we went on for like an hour and a half, and we caught like a lot of good jig fish. But I I like I don't think I would have figured it out if he didn't like just like you know I'm used to like kind of figuring things out quick. So I fish the same lake sometimes. You yeah. Know? But like at this time, this is quite a few years ago. And I still would get, like, frustrated. Like, I'd have my calico mentality or something. You know, like, why can't I just catch them? And, uh, uh, and, and then it just, like, once it, but it's, once it happens, it happens. And I put, like, the, like the 5.8 Kitek on with a flashy swimmer, and I'm burning it through the sticks, and I'm getting fit. Like, yeah. it just turned into this incredible day. Definitely. And it, like, really opened my eyes, like, don't get discouraged so quick, you know? Like, because it's so easy when you're new just to be like, Whatever you know, because no, I've I mean I'm I've done it. I'm sure Justin. Yeah. Did. Oh, I've been so mad. I've just like fished for like forty minutes. I like drove two hours. Like <laughs> put my boat on the trailer. I'm out of here. Like what no the way, fuck dude. is going on? Like 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 everything bad. Like oh my connection not breaks or like cast yeah. a bait on, and I'm just like turn around. I remember just going to lakes before when you get rental boats and being like. Let's see who can cast farther. Me and my buddy. Just sitting there, not even fucking catching fish. All right, I'm going to throw the slipless crankbait farther than you. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're not catching shit. It's like... Yeah. And those are the days I can remember, my, me and my buddy Roger, where we would just sit there and fuck around. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. And then I ended up catching like a fucking trout or something yeah. weird on a... Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like, always cool, you yeah, know? Yeah, but it gets frustrating, it man. Really I mean, is. fresh water especially is like... and. Your testament, man. I mean, it's like having the patience. It's all patience. Where it's like a different, to me, it's like a different fishing than calico almost. Oh, yeah. They're bass, but yeah. it's like. It's, calico can fishing use... can be really difficult. Like, especially fishing, like, like for us, like our home waters being from LA County, Orange County or whatever. 
Well, it's getting big fish is a different story than actually getting 13s or 12s or 14s, you know? And uh, figuring out Pals Verdes is like... I didn't try. I've never tried. It is. (laughs) So I don't have a saltwater boat. And I have had one in the past, and I fished there a little bit. But uh, I've been able to figure it out up there at times. and, and, And it's really difficult, and it doesn't always pan out the same way but a couple years ago me and jerry Mayhew had like a pretty epic week like well that bite continued but like we had some really big bites and it was really cool but it was a lot of work and there's a yeah. lot of days on the water a lot of hours with fishing calicos without a bite sometimes it's just weird you know you're like this is, <laughs> yeah. you know and at that point i hadn't fished saltwater in over a year yeah. i was just just freshwater only and uh um yeah we got some really good fish you know just the conditions are right and that's everything is, is is conditions is like learning your conditions learn that for sure and uh also like for like freshwater for me is like how important your electronics are you know and uh that's changed my fishing like tenfold in freshwater is learning my electronics you know so if you can learn your electronics and, and just take your time, you'll really, really do good. You know, Definitely. you can really, really help I'm you catch more fish. <laughs> yeah, they're really hard, man. Yeah. Like you'll like see a structure and then all of a sudden it like moves through on your graph and you spin around and you think it's right there and then it's not there. And you're like, well, what the hell? You know, <laughs> but you just got to just, that's the, my favorite part, you know? Yeah. So yeah. What's your uh, PB freshwater? Uh, 12.6. Wow. Damn. Tell us a story about that oh, one. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if it really counts. Uh, um, I don't know if I should say this or not. It's where I was fishing. So I snuck into a place at night, yeah. and it was a, it's a legal spot. You're allowed to fish there. Yeah. And I got them on a chatterbait, you know, of all things, you know. Yeah. And I caught them in, uh, I want to say, f- was it February? And I just got like a six right before that. And, uh, and I was like, wow, all right, cool. And I was just fishing 12-pound mono. And yeah. uh, I stuck that. And then we're like, the way you fish a spot, you kind of like, there's this little corner, like this 90-degree corner. So I came around the corner. I, I wanted to fire a cast on the corner and beat my buddy, you know. Uh-huh. So I just fired out straight off that corner. I'm burning the thing back in, like to get like like halfway back in and then about three feet from my feet, that thing eats it. She she just, just inhales this yeah. thing. And I immediately saw her. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing's fucking giant, you know? And it tail walked down the other side of the bank, and it, it was just chaos. It was like total chaos. I was just yeah. like, this fish is hot. My buddy's freaking out, and he's like, oh, I, I, let me lip it. Let me grab it. I'm like, she's hooked good. She ate it. Yeah. Like, she choked it. Like, the only thing that's happened, she's going to chew me off. And, uh, <laughs> so I like just let her run down the bank and I'm kind of like winding and running up. Cause I'm like, just trying to keep my buddy off of her. Yeah. And, uh, so we kind of, she's kind of cooling down a little bit. And it, this is the craziest thing about this fish is we're about a f- two feet up on this embankment thing. And it's right. She's right there. And the line breaks. Oh, and I did. We both fell in and dove, yeah. and we both got her grabbed. Her. <laughs> I had That's my hand awesome. on her bottom lip, and yeah. he had his hand on her top lip, like top of her <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah, good thing. It was, huh? 
incredible. Like we couldn't believe I just had to go to the hospital, dislocated my shoulder. Uh-huh. Cause when I fell in, I like had my hand on one, like her lip. And then I had my <laughs> arm planted and I was just like, cannot believe we landed it. Yeah. I like, cannot believe we landed it. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. So that was, that's my kind of awkward big fish story, <laughs> you know? My son just lost his, uh, it would have been his personal best large mouth and he's four. He was crying. <laughs> crying. I felt so bad because it was like, it was my fault. Um, it was, we fished a, like a kid's tournament and then it, you know, didn't go so great. So I took my kids to another spot and, uh, yeah, I thought I was stuck. I was doing drop shot and, mm-hmm. You know, start seeing the line move in, and so I called my son over, and he's reeling it in, and I had a net because we're out on the end of this dock, <laughs> thinking I, I usually don't bring a net, so it's like okay, here, walk it around to get to the shore, and I'll grab it. And, and right when he got it to the shore, it surged and snapped the line, oh. and, and, and the net was right at my feet at the end of the dock the whole time. <laughs> so he's like crying, and oh, it sucks. I felt so bad. Oh yeah, I know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is your. Uh, you had a boat before the tracker you have right now. I had a yeah. I had a, a seventeen foot mako that okay. I only had for a little, like about a year, year and a half. Do you, do you have any good rookie boat owner stories? <sighs> like where you really blew it. I grew up on a boat, mm-hmm. so no. Wow. But when I got my tracker, yeah. Like, just being so, like, oh, yeah, I'm used to, like, and yeah. always having to be the guy. To, so when I, okay, so I made, like, 25-ish, I, I, I made, an, like, I was surfing a bunch again. And yeah. And I came back, and then Eric Belson, JT, who works with, on Stoked on Fishing a little bit. Yeah. Stuff. They're my neighbors, too. They live in wow. my, my family's neighborhood. Yeah. So my, where my mom, where I grew up. So uh, he asked me, he called me one day, he's like, hey, dude, do you fish anymore? You know, I'm like, ah. You know, I do a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I was building surfboards at the time. I, actually, I was like 23, maybe 24. Wow. So I was in slow. I'd take little breaks at like six, seven months. I wouldn't pick, touch a rod. And i just surfing, you know. I'm like sanding boards right now, and I'm just surfing, you know. And uh, he's like, and he has the same exact boat I used to have. I thought he actually bought it. And uh, The Mako. Yeah, the Mako. Okay. Same color, same motor. Same, it was a Bass Pro one, one of those okay, $32,000. Yeah, they used to be blue hauled. Now yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, so that's how long ago it was. And uh, I, I don't know what, I don't know if it was just me being super cocky and, and like being 13 and having to back down the 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 the, <laughs> the, the, the Grady White for my, my pops or whatever, like, and I was able to do it. So he's like, you got, you cool backing me? I'm like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, I got this, man. <laughs> and I don't know if it was just like, I never used a single axle trailer from a double, a huge yeah. difference. Is it on really? A, oh, it's night and day. So well, not night and day, but it's a huge. Di- it's not but all jack. The longer knife. you go, the longer the trailer is, the, the easier, the easier. The shorter, Correct. it's like shorter. Whap, whap. Yeah. yeah, like that's where the owner of the marks like like real techie at, like because he has a he has a, a, a three fifty diesel and long bed, and he has this wow. little sixteen foot boat too oh. that he extended <laughs> like five feet. The tongue, he has a swingway tongue. It used to be so like two it's easier feet to back to easier to back down. 
I mean, it was fine before, but just because he's trying to teach his girlfriend. But uh, so, anyways, <laughs> so I jump in and like I don't know what I think I was so used to having these big heavy boats, you know? Yeah. And you like kind of give him a little gas, you know? So I jump in and give it a little gas, and I mean that thing went like jackknife. And it's like a Saturday at Huntington Harbor. Huntington's already kind of a little tricky to oh, launch at dude, times. That's you know? my spot. So I yeah, know. so it's a little. It's just funky for me. And it, and I'm and two I have this bad thing or like I need to trust my mirrors yeah. and I won't trust my mirrors I need I'm one of the the look back guys you you're know? not one of the look back guys I am I'm oh, a full am. I like to that's it's like sometimes like guys with the uh, uh, shells or something I'm like oh, can I pop up the camper <laughs> shell or roll down the back window of your SUV because I I just need to see it and I'm good yeah. but for whatever reason it's just been a couple years since I backed the boat and I mean. And I was like, no, dude, I got it. I got it. And I mean, I just, burr, like, burr, like uh. these full giant jackknives. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was just like me just not, just never doing it. Like a single axle trailer, like it made that much of a difference. And, yeah. And I, that truck I, being so peppy, like I take my foot off the, br- I wouldn't even give it gas. And it was just all, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, the, we, everything's straight. And I'd straighten out. And I'm like, what the hell? But more than funny is, when I got my tracker, I was putting it in salt. You know, I was fishing spotties of summer. It was great, yeah. epic summer for spotty fish. One of the best I've seen in probably. Harbor. Yeah, Hun- well, Huntington, Alamitos, anywhere. Newport. I just And you know, I think I've seen you a couple of times only because not many trackers fish the bays. No. And I, see, I think I've yeah. seen you in your tracker. Before. Yeah, me and Seth fished a lot fish, together. And- I used to fish a... Huntington Harbor, like launch out of there a lot. Yeah, like you know. So. Yeah, so it's only this last summer mm-hmm. is when I fished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I forgot to put my plug in, and uh. so that's cat boat. So I tie it off, don't notice it, park my truck. I get almost to the bridge, like that to that halfway point. Yeah. And if it wasn't for this drunk asshole with his girlfriend, I would have sunk my boat. I didn't even wasn't I was texting somebody and this guy comes in he's hammered with his chick like shirt off it's kind of chilly out yeah I'm like fuck man and he and I turn the boat into the wake and I'm like whoa like my boat's heavy right now like it never even stood why yeah, yeah you're I'm like, like why and and so I turn back to look at the guy and not my boat and I look down at the 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 drain hole like on the bass boat and style the like the, the, the water's, just water's coming come, and I'm like oh, and I have a 25 horse so I hit it and it's all <laughs> and I'm like oh no oh no oh no I, I kick the bilge on and it's like it's just spitting water out and I'm like oh my god and I and I punch it yeah. and I'm going like four miles an hour I'm like oh my god I'm gonna sink my boat so I uh, I leave it pinned. I'm just going. I'm like, okay, I just I, I can't I can't tie it off to a dock. My bilge isn't working good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and you're by yourself. I'm by myself, and uh, my buddy Brad's son works for the that uh, what's that? I forget that where you rent the boats or what? Are you the boat club thing? Yeah. You know? So I just saw him. I launched my boat. You know. So he's waiting for some people to come back and to pull him out of the water. Uh, so I'm kind of, and I'm like it's sinking. So it's getting so low in the back. I'm like, oh, and I, this is like first month of owning the boat, Ooh. third trip. I'm like, great. Are you married? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. 
so, <laughs> so it's go it's going down. At this point, it's going down, and I'm like, okay, I got one other thing. I'm gonna. I don't know what else to do right now. There's no beach to because I could have just put it on the beach, yeah. and, and just pumped it and waited out the thing. Every it was so high tide. I was like, I, I don't know if the how this is my. I just don't want the motor to get wet once it's done. It's done. Yeah. So I ran up to. The, I left it pin the motor, and I ran up to the bow and I started pumping, like just. <laughs> And, it, and I'd be like, whoa, I'd pick a little bit up and I'd see the bilge, like kick more water. Yeah. And whoa, whoa. And then it started going. I'm like going about eight miles an hour. I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm about half, almost like about 200 yards to, to, the to, the, to the launch ramp. All right. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. The Harbor Patrol guy's come by me. He's just like looking at me and i'm like whatever dude <laughs> give me a ticket bro give me a ticket <laughs> and then i and then i'm like turn around backwards as i'm pumping and i'm turning the wheel and i'm turning the wheel and i'm pumping and, whoa, and then it gets going i'm like i'm not stopping this momentum so i'm like whoa, whoa. And Go. i'm going about 14 miles an hour at this point i'm like and it was just sitting so low in the back and i just went this is why i got an aluminum boat and I just drove it straight up the launch ramp. <laughs> oh, <fuckers>. oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! I'm like, dude, I'm not sinking this boat. Yeah. I'm oh, not. Man. I'm not going to tie it off and hope my bilge does that. Because happened to uh, Byron Velvic. I don't know if you guys know. He's no. uh, elite, pro elite. Used uh -huh. to be from the '90s, and he took his 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 he sheared his plug off on the way home. He took his bass boat over there with some chick or something, oh, damn. and he was flying through the harbor because he figured it out. And they pulled him over, but he, his bilge was working super good, so he tied it off and was just, like, mm -hmm. explaining to it. And his boat sank at the dock at Huntington oh, Harbor. Oh, His champion just sit there. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So, yeah, I did the – I've never done the plug thing before. And it happens to everyone, I guess, but that was the first time I've uh, I had my the, the plug thing. And I now it's, like – True, because I always oh, put it in dude, buddy's boats, dude. and <laughs> I did it. I did it in Havasu with Jerry Mayhew. We had it went out there for a national bass, and uh, he had he has a he drilled some holes to replumb his butt his bass boat, and I put it in the the top hole. It fit, yeah. and it was dark. You know, we're at campsite six launching, and I dump him in, and he's like sticks one on the buzz bait, you know, and uh, he's like yeah, and I'm walking down, and I'm like hey, look behind you. He's all, did you not fucking put the plug in? I'm like, I put the plug in. He's like, shit. So he does the same thing. He spins around, drives back to the launch ramp, but he jumps out of the water and kind of, he goes, sticks his hand. He's like, the plug's in. And I'm like, I told you. But well, it was in, in the, the wrong. wrong hole. But there, it was just a aftermarket hole. He drilled to do some weird plumbing stuff. So, but the plug does, doesn't hang out. It was one where you had to like. But yeah, the same kind. Yeah, you just screw in one. Okay. And he had the same flange. Okay. Like that threadless yeah. flange. So I put it in that one because I was talking to him and I put it in. Oh, man. And that his butt, it's the same thing as mine. Like, But he has a you know, beautiful champion. Yeah, you know? that's a different. So it, it were pumping, pumping. And we have the boat just light, like lightly sitting on the thing. And then I'm like, dude, let's just pull it out. He's like, ah, it's just going to take a minute. Yeah. And I'm like feeling like a biggest asshole at this point. <laughs> so we pull it out. Pull the plug, and that thing drained for like ten minutes. Like that much water was in that boat. You wouldn't think, you know. You like, wouldn't. You not know what it rained the other day? The first time it rained. Yeah, yeah. I left my boat out because I'm like, it's not going to rain. I left it out overnight. Then I met my buddy in the morning, and we get to the dock, and I left my plug in. Yeah, this is <laughs> Huntington Harbor. Yeah, I unplug it. We sat for fucking like eight minutes. Yeah. 
shit. fucking water. I'm like, oh shit. How fast? I didn't think that much rain would get into the fucking yeah. boat. You yeah. Know, like, I've, yeah, I've sheared plugs off fish and havasu before dude. and jump in the water like with a screwdriver handle and a rag and just <laughs> jam it in the hole because you want to keep fishing, you yeah. know? Dude. Find a definitely. wooden dowel or something in the sun. You always find something. You got to do your what boat. you got to do. Take yeah, a you know, top spook out and jam it in yeah. there with a rag. Just take a rag, anything, you'll make, plug up your thing. Yeah. So. So yeah, man. Well, it's been fucking great. Yeah, you. come on, dude. I hope I didn't get too off topic. But no, no, dude, not even. this is yeah. hey, awesome. Just yeah. shooting the shit, dude. This yeah. is what it's about. Anything you want to promote, the tackle shop. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, come by Performance Tackle. We're in Los Alamitos. Um, we we cover everything. You know, we we all uh, we love tournament bass fishing. So we have tournament for the tournament guy to the weekend guy, um, and then we got you know. 130s to you know trout reels you know so we kind of have a a good good basis of everything you know and uh we'd stoke for you to come by come by bullshit hang out whatever you know it's just a fun shop and there's a lot of history in there and a lot of guys like guys like jack soul hang out there every day yeah you don't know jack man the guy's done it all you know (laughs) and uh uh, yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, it's a it's a killer shop. We make great custom rods, you know. It's, yeah, uh, definitely. So what we're well known for is uh, the custom rods. Matt fishes our rods still, great time to time. Yeah, um, his dad still does. Uh, Justin Reynolds still does. Those guys have rod companies and they still yeah, fish yeah. our rods. I mean, we make some really cool rods. Definitely. And uh, so yeah, no. Uh, anyone was there any way they could check you out on instagram like yeah that? you can uh you can follow us on instagram it's uh uh performance underscore tackle okay and then just facebook performance tackle awesome yeah follow us yeah for sure we have some really cool posts and our, yeah. our hashtag has guys kills killer pictures like, <laughs> i was so late to the whole gig and, yeah and yeah. i went on there one day and i was like oh we have like Six thousand tag pictures, <laughs> like some badass photos. I was like, "Whoa, this is rad!" That's you know. Sick, so yeah, so cool. Well, we man. really appreciate you taking the time out to come on our podcast. Yeah, yeah no, fun time, super man. stoked. Yeah, Have to come back on. Again yeah, too. well, me, me and Seth want to do one together. Dude, that'd be cool. The Battle of the Tackle Shop, <laughs> like a fun one. You know, the... no, definitely. Yeah, because we support. Then, uh, That's another thing I want to say. Like, what's pretty cool about our thing is like. There's so much big business out there now in this, uh-huh. in this thing. You can buy online. And, and that's what I love about this industry is I have at least one friend at every tackle shop. That's cool, in this man. Area. Yeah. That's and, a- and, and the owner of the – sorry. The owner of Mark Agashi, I, I think, is respected by every business owner that owns a tackle shop. He's the nicest guy. Yeah. We don't put down other shops. It's Because you can – at the end of the day, I send more people. If I don't have it, I'd rather – the customer gets something and likewise like guys from like save on or or yeah. like seth will be like oh yeah like joe has it over there go talk to him you know and, and vice versa like oh yeah they got the depth stuff go see seth super you know? cool we all work together because that's all we got you know yeah so definitely it's a really cool tight little family of guys or even just know? getting out you know and, and uh buying instead of going on it's so easy to you just go to Taco Warehouse or Amazon. You're just going out yeah. and getting some stuff. Yeah, and you never know shop. what you're going to get. Yeah, like, or I'm, even talking to someone in person, you know, like I yeah. try to make a point. Because, yeah, I'm guilty of having kids. It's it's busy, so I'm oh, like, I can yeah. just go on Taco Warehouse and buy it. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make the point. 
drive to the tackle shop, either performance or it's fisherman's access. access yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone get out if you can and try to support. Yeah, support your that's brick the and only mortar. Thing we have man. left. You don't want us to go Toys R Us on No, the you don't. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy and, and it's, yeah. it's, uh, Right now, it's a really, it's really crucial for us. Right now, it's really get, it's getting tough. The industry no, is getting definitely. really tough, especially with the internet, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, stoked to be here, thanks guys. Again, thanks for having us. Uh, I'd love to come back sometime. For sure, this is cool. All right, thanks for listening, guys.